It's not that important to please everyone. It's a lot more important to please God. And pleasing God is something that, listen to me, you absolutely have the power to do. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Learn more about Nebo Tools at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Speaking of rain, you know, doesn't it feel like sometimes that life comes at you like a flood? You know, like the rain we just had. It just doesn't let up. Do you ever feel like no matter how hard you try to please everyone? In fact, do you ever feel... Like no matter how hard you try, you can't please anyone? I'm getting a lot of nodding heads with that. And maybe you notice that it's always the people you want to please the most, but it seems you never can. When I was younger, I I once had a coach that I lived to please, and I could never do it. Today, I want to be an encouragement to anyone who is in a situation like that. But if you're not... You probably will be, because I have some good news for you, and here it is. You will never please everyone. In fact, you'll probably never please the person you're trying so hard to please right now. Maybe that doesn't seem like good news, but it is good news, and I want to tell you why. The first reason is because we need to realize You don't have the power to please anyone. You see, you can do a lot of good things for people. You can receive approval from them, but you have no power to sustain their happiness and their contentment. All people, including your loved ones, will only get that kind of lasting contentment from God. So we can't get discouraged when we don't please everyone because we can't. It's just not in us to do it. The second thing that we need to realize is it's not that important to please everyone. It's a lot more important to please God. And pleasing God is something that, listen to me, you absolutely have the power to do. We just need to go to the Word to remind us how to do that. One of the best examples that I know about how to please God is to read the story of Noah because the word said that God was pleased with Noah. At that time in history, it says that he was the only righteous man on earth. So what did Noah do to please God so much? Well, first it said he walked with God. 
That means Noah spent time with God. They had a relationship. They communicated, and Noah loved the Lord. Well, that pleased God. The next thing that Noah did to please God was he trusted him. Can you imagine how much trust it must have taken for Noah to dedicate his life and his family's life to the project of building the ark and gathering up all those animals? I mean, think of the challenges. Think of the ridicule that he faced. But Noah trusted God, and God was pleased with him. Noah also pleased God by being obedient. The word says Noah did everything exactly as God commanded him. So God was pleased with Noah because of his obedience. So we just look at Noah. Noah showed us how to please God by loving him, trusting him, and by obeying him. There's no wonder that we get frustrated and discouraged when we're not pleasing everyone because we're not made to do that. We can try as hard as we can, and we will never be successful at it. But we were made to love God. We were designed to fellowship with Him and worship Him. And in particular, we were made to bring pleasure to God. He gave all of us the ability and the tools to do that. You know what the funny thing is? When we start trying to please God, we stop worrying about pleasing everybody else, and we end up doing a better job of that anyway. We always heard people say, you can't please everyone. Well, guess what? They were right. You can't. But you can please the only one that matters. And we can all do it in Jesus' name. Do you feel like you're just going around in circles spiritually and never moving forward? Stay right there to hear how God can refresh you. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Okay, I want to talk for just a minute about a new word for you today. Did you know that Webster's Dictionary adds new words to the dictionary every year? That's right, they do. What they do is they try to add whatever the most used and relevant words are being entered into our culture. And here are just a few of the words that have just made it into the Webster Dictionary. 
Okay, here's one. Hangry. Have you heard this word before? It means you're so hungry, you're getting angry. You would say something like, my cousin Joe is getting hangry. Well, if you haven't heard of it, some people have. That's how it became part of the dictionary. Here's another word. Crypto. Have you heard this word? Yeah, I'm tired, I'm tired of hearing that word. Frankly, I wish they wouldn't put it in the dictionary. Okay, here's another word. Photobomb. You know, when somebody moves in on your picture. Uh, and here's my favorite. Air quotes. How many know what an air quote is? Okay. Air quote is when you do something like this. You say, Pastor Steve said he played, quote, college football. That's an air quote. He's looking at me right now, isn't he? What was I thinking? See how big he is? These are all new words, but I'm not talking about these kind of new words. I'm talking about how to receive a new word or revelation from the Lord. I'm talking about a journey of discovery that can be found in this place. I'm talking about this book that I'm holding. I'm talking about God's word. Let me tell you a story. A number of years ago, on one of our first business trips to the Far East, my brother Glenn and I traveled way out into the Taiwanese countryside to a little village to visit a factory that made weightlifting bars. And it was at night, and the lighting was real bad, and when we stood there and actually watched the workers fabricate these bars, we saw what the machines could do that did it, and we had an idea. The idea was how to make the bars with the unique way of securing the weight plates on the bar. And we developed that idea right there that night in that dirty factory. Well, it turns out the idea was a hit, and the products that we developed with this idea became the best-selling line of, line of weight bars in the country for a decade. But here's the thing. We never would have discovered that idea if we had not traveled to the other side of the world and made our way to this little obscure place. You see, discovery, inspiration, and revelation come from putting yourself in the position to find it. And God provided each of us a way to find a new word from Him when He gave us His word. This book. But we have to be able to open the book. And we have to be open to the book to find it. Did you know that the Word of God is miraculous? Not only does it speak truth to all who receive it, but it will reveal things especially and specifically for you. There's nothing more powerful and seeking direction for your life than an open heart, an open mind, and an open Bible. In Hebrews it says, For the Word of God is living and active, sharper than a double-edged sword. You see, the Word not only contains revelation about 
who God is, it also reveals who you are and who you aren't. His word is alive and active. His word is the vehicle that God uses to keep us close to him and protect us from our enemies. And you can't separate God from his word. I want you to remember this. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. You know, sometimes when you see someone whose life demonstrates such character and spiritual strength that they stand firm through some terrible life trial, some storm that's thrown at them, we've all seen this. You know it's not an accident that they can do that? They can do that because you can be sure that they have taken what is in here, this book, and they put it in here, their heart. That's how I want to be today. Don't, don't you? Are you in a spiritual rut today? Do you feel like you're just going around in circles, never moving forward? I want you to know that God has a new word for you today. And it's in there for you. It doesn't matter where you go in either. It, once you do, he'll find you. He'll breathe fresh life into you in a new way. God's word can do that. His word can literally show you the way. In fact, that's exactly what the song says. He says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So the word for you today is that the word is for you today. We've all heard the phrase, talk is cheap. However, the truth is, it's not. Stay with us to learn about the power behind our words and how important they are to God. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on The Bright Side. We'll return after these messages from our sponsor. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the bright side. You know, we've all heard this phrase, talk is cheap. But you know, the truth is, it's not. In fact, that phrase actually came to be by referring to someone who says they're going to do something and then doesn't. But the reason why talk isn't cheap is because words, your words, they're important. And the word has a lot to say about it. You know, we live in a time when there's not much silence. And it seems like somebody's always talking. The TV is on and we're on the telephone. The radio is on and we're scrolling through hundreds of words a minute on the computer. 
You know, so it stands to reason that taking in all these words can make us callous to what we're hearing. And so we have a tendency to also get callous with the words of our own. So consequently, we've noticed this definite trend where people will speak their mind and unload on others. So much so that our society in general, generally, they think this is an admirable character trait. But if we listen to what the Word says, we start to understand that words are too important and far too dangerous to use carelessly. One of the most valuable lessons that we can learn in life is that when we open our mouth, less words are better than more. There's an old story about an ambitious student who approached a very successful old businessman with this question. Tell me, sir, he asked, what is the secret to your success? Two words, the old gentleman said. Right decisions. But how do you make right decisions, the student asked. One word, experience. And how do you get experience? Two words, wrong decisions. <laughs> you see, the old businessman had this gift of saying a lot in a few words. And anyone who speaks in public very often will run across this famous quote from Thomas Jefferson, who said, The most valuable talent is never using two words when one will do. You know, and if we think about it, there's different times in our life when just a word or two are very meaningful. For instance, if you ever had a run-in with the law, the words not guilty were probably meaningful to you. You know, most of us remember a day when the words I do caused a significant change in our life. I heard the other day that Someone said, the two most beautiful words in the English language, check and closed. The point is, words are more important than we think. And words have tremendous power to do good or great harm. And the words that we speak are something that God allows us to have complete control of. The book of Proverbs addresses the issue. It says, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. It also says this, pleasant words are a honeycomb sweet to the soul and healing to the bone. You can find lots of them in Proverbs. It also says, the tongue that brings healing is a tree of life, but a deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. You see, our words are important. The Lord said that out of the overflow or the abundance of our heart, the mouth speaks. And what happens is when we let an emotion of any kind overcome us, it comes out in words. And if we're filled with joy, then our words reflect it. But when we let anger and bitterness and dis disappointment, when we let those things get the best of us, then our words will reveal that also. The problem is usually those words are poisonous and sometimes destructive. Well, we know that being human, we're going to have those times when we struggle with those kind of 
emotions that produce negative words. But when that happens, when that happens, we need to realize that this is when we're being tested. Because even though we're struggling with these emotions, God intends for us to value our words enough to put down the uprising in our spirit, to lash out at others due to our pain. Well, you might say, Bob, sometimes I just can't keep it all inside. It's got to come out. Well, I'm not a psychiatrist, but I I agree with you. You do need to get it out. But you just need to take it to the Lord. Because he's the best one to help you with it anyway. Our words, what we say. It's so important. You know, in the same passage that Christ mentioned that we speak out of the abundance of our heart, he also said this. He said, I tell you that men will give account on the day of judgment for every careless word they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted. And by your words you'll be condemned. Wow. I mean, he really is listening to everything you say. Our words can affirm our loved ones or it can distance us from them. Our words can encourage and uplift a child or it can crush and defeat them. Our words can bring, bring peace to a conflict or it can take the conflict to another level. There's power in our words. And in particular, there's Incredible power in one word. I love to hear Stephen Evans tell stories when he returns from an underprivileged country where he's addressed thousands of people who've never heard the gospel. And he says he simply sometimes will just mention the name of Jesus. And everything changes. Souls are saved. Bodies healed. Revival begins in a nation. All because he said the word Jesus. And you might say, well, you know, it's just a word. But I say, no, it's not. Because we know that there's power behind the word. And that's what I'm saying to you today. That illustrates that there's some power behind every word you say. There's a scripture that says... A word aptly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. So you see, we need to watch what we say. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? questions, comments, prayers. Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play, let Nebo light your way. 
Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.